Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly R. Jackson. Let's just get right into it as we always do. It's time for our Monday Morning Discipleship Podcast, Monday Morning Discipleship. And uh, as always, we'd like to come on, on on Monday and give you something to supplement uh, what you may have heard on Sunday. And so we're in week four of our series on Galatians chapter six, uh, verses seven through nine. This is week four. We got one more week uh, that we're going to deal with this and we're going to do this week and we're going to do uh, one more week on next week. And so um, let me go ahead and read this text one more time um, so that we can uh, have a footing, if you will, on where we're going to be studying from. Galatians chapter six, uh, verses seven through nine. Let me read that from the New King James Version. Word of God says this. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever a man sows that he will also reap. And then the Bible says, for he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life. Verse nine says, and let us not grow weary in well-doing while doing good. Rather, New King James Version. I was reading that New King, that King James off the top of my head there. Verse nine, again, New King James Version. And let us not grow weary while doing good for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. So again, that's Galatians chapter six, verses seven through nine, New Living Translation. Now, uh, New King James Version, rather. Now, next week, next week, we're going to close this out. And I'm going to deal primarily with verse nine, which says again, and let us not grow weary while doing good for in due season, we shall reap if we do not lose heart. So we're going to spend uh, the last week of this series, which is going to be next week. We're going to spend that last week just on that verse. And so we'll, we'll deal with that. But let's go back to uh, what we were talking about at the end of last week. And we talked about uh, according to the spirit, we, was, we were dealing with uh talking about walking according to the flesh versus walking according to the spirit. And I said that at some point I'm going to cover that on my radio broadcast. And I may actually uh, bring those broadcasts over to the podcast side so that you all can share uh, in that thought. Uh, We'll figure out a way to get that uh, over to the podcast side. But let's talk about this again. We talked about it last week. We talked about walking according uh, to the flesh versus according to the spirit. And I said we're going to kind of dig into uh, that situation dealing uh, with walking to the spirit. What do we do? How do we do that? How do we how do we walk according to the spirit? So let's go back to something that we actually touched on uh, a couple of weeks ago. We were in Galatians chapter five and we were dealing with uh, chapter five, starting at verse 16. And we dealt with 16 through 21, I believe. But I want to look at verses 16 and 17 again in Galatians chapter five. Verses 16 and 17, when we talk about walking according to the spirit, we're going to look at this. And then I got one more verse, uh, one more couple of verses, if you will. We're going to go over back to the book of Romans and look at something there in relation to walking according to the spirit. But let's look at this walking in the spirit. This is the heading in the Bible um, that I'm reading from New King James Version. Again, Matthew uh, Galatians, rather, chapter five, uh, starting at verse 16. Bible says this. I say, then walk in the spirit. And you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh for the flesh lust against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish. Let me make it a little bit more clear in the new living translation. The Bible says this in Galatians chapter five, verse 16, it says, so I say, let the Holy spirit guide your lives 
then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the spirit wants. And the spirit gives us desires that are opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other. So you are not free to carry out your good intentions. Now, let's deal with this. Let's deal with this. And again, I always read that New Living Translation because that's a lot of where I try to teach you from. Um, I try to share from the New Living Translation because, um, as I said last week, the New Living Translation uh, is clearer and it gives me a little bit more flexibility with these words so that I can help you understand what we see here. So let's deal with this before we head over to Romans on today. It says, again, Galatians chapter 5, verse 16, New Living Translation. So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Now, we talked at great length on last week. I'm not going to rehash it this week. Uh, If you want to hear that, go back to last week's podcast. But we talked at great length last week about how when we're walking, we're walking according to the flesh, right? And And I said walking according to the flesh versus living according to the flesh. And I made that distinction where I said, listen, even if you're saved, you have the capacity, the ability, you can and often will walk according to the flesh. And I said, that's different than living according to the flesh, walking, making a a mistake every now and then or, or allowing the flesh to get the best of you every now and then. Right. So this Bible says here in Galatians chapter five, it says, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. So when Jesus promised that he was going to leave, he's going to send the comforter. I'm going to send my Holy Spirit. And we know if, if you don't know, you're going to learn it right now <laughs> that the Holy Spirit is a leader and a guide. It leads you and it guides you. And I'm often saying this in my teaching. This is very simple. I, I think sometimes we make Bible study too complicated. Um, you know, I, there's a place for deep theological discussion. And that's among people who are ready for meat, as the Bible says, and not, not still on milk. Most of the people that we're dealing with, if we want to be real about it, they're still on milk. So we have to make this plain. So when, when the Bible, when, when Jesus says, I'm going to send this, this, this comforter, this Holy Spirit, It's going to lead and guide you. And I'm often teaching this and I'm teaching Bible class. I'm like, listen, the Holy Spirit is not much of a leader or a guide. If you're walking towards sin and the Holy Spirit don't warn you. What do I mean when I say that? I've often told people who are saved and who know they're saved and honestly can say that they're saved. I said, if you're really saved, you have never sinned and the Holy Spirit didn't warn you. I'm going to say it again. Because I know some people say, you know, I wasn't thinking. I think I mentioned that on one of these podcasts before where I said people say, I wasn't thinking. No, you, you were thinking. You were thinking. You just you just did what you wanted to do. I said, listen, if, if you're led, if you're saved and you're led by the Holy Spirit, you have never done wrong. And the Holy Spirit did not warn you and say you're about to do wrong. Holy Spirit wouldn't be much of a lead or guide if they couldn't tell you when you were headed in the wrong direction. So we ignore the Holy Spirit. That's a whole other teaching that I could get into right there. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it because it will blow the rest of this out of the water. 
we ignore the spirit when we do wrong. We ignore the voice of God. So this Bible says, going back here, Galatians, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Let the Holy Spirit do what it does. So as we looked at Galatians 6, again, our, our jumping off point, it says, if you sow according to the flesh, you sow corruption. But if you sow according to the spirit, you'll reap everlasting life. So this Bible in Galatians 5 says, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. So if you follow what the Holy Spirit is telling you, when you sow, you're going to be sowing what the Holy Spirit tells you. The Bible says if you do that, you'll reap everlasting life. Let's go a little bit further in that verse. Let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then it says, then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. Remember we talked last week about uh, uh, creatures of habit and appetite. Again, I told you that, and I, and I, and I probably should have had that available for you this weekend. And uh, maybe we do some podcasts on it uh, again. We, we did one already, but I said I was going to go back and revisit the book that I wrote at the end of 2020. Where's my change? Well, one of the things I talked about was the fact that we are creatures of habit and appetite. And again, the, the Holy Spirit may be telling me right now, that's where we're going next after we get out of this series. So when you have appetites, cravings, things that you desire. This Bible says, if you allow the Holy Spirit to guide you, you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. So, so you're saying, you're saying to me, Reverend Jackson, again, as you, you said to me before that, that, uh, you know, I can walk according to the spirit, according to the flesh rather. And, or I could live according to the flesh. And you're saying that even though I'm saved and I'm filled with the Holy Spirit, every now and then I walk according to the flesh. Yes because you're still wrapped up in this human nature that we have, right? Because this human nature, this sinful nature that we have, it still craves certain things. And if it's a sinful nature, I'm just going to use some deduction here. It stands to reason that if it's a sinful nature, it's going to crave some things that are sinful. It's a sinful nature. It's what you do by nature. This is why when we talk about being a new creature in Christ, that means that your nature has changed and you ought to want the things of Christ instead of wanting the things of the flesh. So this Bible says, if you allow the Holy Spirit to lead you, you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. Let me walk through this a little bit before I'm trying to take my time on today. As, as we like to say, I, I'm taking my time and trying to hurry up at the same time. If, if, if I'm listening to the spirit, I'm not going to be doing things according to the sinful nature. They're not one and the same. As I said to you, you can be saved, filled with the Holy Spirit, and then every now and then you go walking according to the flesh. Right? But if you listen to the Spirit, you won't do anything according to the flesh. If you listen, take it in. I'm not talking about hearing. I'm talking about listening. You know, we, we talk about the difference between hearing and listening. Hearing is, I'll give you this example here. Holy Spirit dropped this on me the other day. Hearing means I heard a sound. Listening means I'm investigating to see what was that sound. Does that make sense? If I hear a sound, I know that I heard a sound. But if I start listening, I'm saying, what is going on with that sound? What does that sound really mean? Where else is the sound going? 
Let's look at verse 17 before we run out of time today because I want to get over to Romans chapter 6. Verse 17 says, again, as everything I'm outlining to you right now, everything I'm laying out right now. Verse 17, Galatians 5 and 17, New Living Translation says, the sinful nature wants to do evil. As I just laid out, which is the opposite of what the spirit wants. So, so again, you can't be coming and going at the same time. You can't stop and go at the same time. As I wrote in my book, Are We Still Making Disciples? When I talked about the song, I have decided to follow Jesus. The lyric says, the world behind me and the cross before me. And I outlined in the book, I said, that tells me that I can't be going towards the cross and towards the world at the same time. The songwriter, either on purpose or, or, or under the unction of the Holy Spirit, put the cross and the world in two separate directions because even either the songwriter understood it or the Holy Spirit put it on the songwriter to say, you can't be going towards the world and going towards the cross at the same time. So you put the world behind you and the cross before you. And this way, hear me good. Y'all probably didn't think I have decided to follow Jesus was this deep. This way, in order to move towards the cross, I'm going to move away from the world. There's never be any confusion about which way I'm going. There'll never be any, 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 you know, am I going in the right direction? Do you see the cross? Then you are going in the right direction. And there's going to be no confusion about which way we're going. So, so again, the sinful nature, verse 17, again, wants to do evil, which is the opposite of what the spirit wants. And the spirit, watch this, and the spirit gives us desires that are opposite of what the sinful nature desires. Remember I said habits and appetites. You can have a godly appetite. Look at that. The spirit gives us desires. I desire to please God. I desire to walk according to the spirit, right? Again, I did a workshop and it's going to turn into a book. I just broke some news there about desire. And about how we all have desires. We just got to point it in the right direction, right? So the spirit does give us desires and they're opposite of what the sinful nature desires. And then this Bible says these two forces are constantly fighting each other. So you are not free to carry out your good intentions. Y'all see that? These two forces are constantly fighting each other. I wish I had time to do it all on today and deal with Romans chapter seven, but I don't want to take this into another week. But listen, if you read Romans chapter seven, the apostle Paul talks about this. He says, there's a war going on every day. And I'm telling you that if we're not aware that a war is going on every day, we wind up losing the war. There's a lot of things that are going on in this country right now. I don't want to get political on today. That's, that's for Wednesday's podcast. There's a lot of things going on in this country right now. And they're really quite, quite honestly, they're really still going on because there's a faction of our nation that doesn't understand that we are at war against certain things in this country. And if you don't believe that you're at war, you're going to be losing that war every single day. If you don't believe that your body is at war against your spirit, you're going to lose that battle every single day. And then what we do how does this tie in with Galatians chapter six, verse seven through nine? It, it, listen, if I'm listening to that sinful nature, then that's where I'm going to start sowing. If I'm listening to the spirit, that's where I'm going to start sowing. One is going to lead to corruption. 
one is going to lead to everlasting life. So we have to decide. Let's get to Romans chapter six before we get out of here on today. I want to make sure that I cover this. And then, like I said, next week, um, the last week, we're going to deal with Galatians chapter six, uh, verse nine. Next week is going to be all about that verse. But let me go to Romans chapter six and uh, we'll be out of here once we do this. Romans chapter six. And uh, we touched on a little bit of this on last week, but we didn't really get too deep into it. I want to save the rest of it uh, for this week. Uh, Romans chapter six, starting at verse 12. And uh, we're going to look at verses 12 and 13, just these two. Actually, you know, if you look at uh, Romans, like this is a, a, one of my favorite Bible verses. Uh, we talk about Romans chapter six, and we uh, starting at verses one and two. And it talks about sin having power over us. Let me read it from the New Living Translation. Again, Romans six, verse one and two. Well, then, should we keep on sinning so that God can show us more and more of his wonderful grace? Verse two says, of course not. Since we have died to sin, how can we continue to live in it? So so this this thing that we we're doing against this nature that we have, this this sinful nature. Again, David says we're born in sin and shaped in iniquity. We got to fight that every single day. Let's go on down to verse 12 before we get out of here on today. Romans chapter six, verse 12 and 13. New King James Version says like this, therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal or in your mortal bodies that you should obey it in its lust and do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourselves to God as being alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. Right. Look at New Living Translation. Do not let sin control the way that you live. Do not give in to sinful desires. Do not let any part of your body become an instrument of evil to serve sin. Instead, give yourself completely to God for you were dead, but now you have new life. So use your whole body as an instrument to do what is right for the glory of God. So, so what is this saying here as we wrap up this week here again, do not let sin reign in your mortal body. Do not uh, uh, that you should not obey his lust. Again, New Living Translation, do not let sin control the way that you live. I want to stress this. I'm going to go back to it again. I hammered this home last week, and, and it seems like there's a nail sticking out, so I'm going to swing this hammer one more time. Reverend Jackson is not condoning sin when I say this, but there's a difference between you sinning you committing a sin and you living in sin, your life, your lifestyle. This Bible says, do not let sin control the way that you live. You're going to make a mistake again in the same book of Romans. The Bible says all have sinned. And it didn't say that anybody's going to reach the finish line of sin and say, well, you, this is your last sin and you're not going to sin no more. This Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. As long as you inhale it and exhale it on God's earth, you're going to make some mistakes. But Romans 6 and 12 says, do not let it control the way that you live. Don't let it be your everyday living. Do not give in to sinful desires. Again, we talked about that, right? We just talked about that in Galatians five, where it says the spirit gives you desires too, which means you got options. You've got options, right? 
Well, again, we last week we talked about the fact that we can't let it dictate what we do. But then verse 13, as we get ready to get out of here on today, do not let any part of your body become an instrument of evil to serve sin. Instead, give yourselves completely to God for you were dead, but now you have new life. So use your whole body as an instrument to do what is right for the glory of God. So again, this Bible says, don't let any part of your body. Don't let any part of your body become an instrument of evil to serve sin. One more time. Serving is an action word. <laughs> if you're serving, if I'm serving sin, don't, don't let it serve sin. Don't, don't let it keep coming back here. If you're in a restaurant and you have a server, they're going to keep on serving you until you leave. The good ones anyway. They're there to say, I'm your server. I'm here to serve you until you leave, until you're no longer here. So again, it's saying, don't let your bodies become an instrument. Instead, give yourself, watch this completely to God. And if you give yourself completely to God, if you allow the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you. I'm not telling you you're going to live a mistake free life. I'm telling you, you'll know when you're making a mistake and you'll know how to get right with God. I'll leave it like this before we get out of here on today. And I've often talked about David, man after God's own heart. But he was not a man after God's own heart because he was a perfect man. David knew when he had sinned against God and he repented. That's what made him a man after God's own heart. I just got done preaching on Sunday and I talked about Job and what God had to say about Job. He was an upright man. He respects me and he shuns evil. That's what God said about Job. But I said nowhere in the text did the Bible say that Job was sinless. Go, go all the way back to Noah. Same thing be said about Noah. He's an upright man and he walked with God. Nowhere in the Bible did it tell you that he was sinless. And one more time, I'm going to say this. Noah wasn't saved because he was sinless. Noah was saved because of the grace of God. Again, I'm not going to litigate this anymore right here on this podcast. Some of you may have heard me talk about this before because there was a, a meme that was floating around that just drove me crazy. And people still share it every now and then where they talk about the fact that uh, grace didn't save Noah. Obedience did. I said, listen, the Bible said that grace saved. That's what my Bible said. Grace saved Noah. And, and based on who we are, there's no amount of obedience. That would have had to that would have forced God's hand. Do you understand what that we're saying things like that? We're saying that my conduct would have forced God's hand and he had to do something. We don't have that good a conduct. And I know it seems like I'm off track, but 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 trust and believe we're right here. When I say to you. That again, as long as you wrapped up in this body, you're going to make some mistakes. But you can make a mistake and sin without serving sin. You can make a mistake and do the wrong thing without serving wrong things. Your body, as this, this thing says, let everybody, let a, uh, uh, do not let any part of your body rather become an instrument of evil. Every now and then your body, particularly this tongue that we have, is going to do some things that are not pleasing in the sight of God. But you don't have to let that be your life. You don't have to let that be all that you do. You can correct yourself with the same tongue that you disobey God with. You can also repent. 
Just a, just a word of thought there. I'm going to end it right there because I could go on and on. That's all the time that we've got for this week. Listen, next week, as we talked about, uh, we're going to end this series. And uh, we're going to talk about Galatians chapter 6. We've been in, in 6 uh, verses 7, 8, and 9. But next week, we're going to talk all about verse 9. Let me read it again. New King James Version. And let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season, we shall reap. If we do not lose heart. So we're going to end it on that verse on next week. So I hope that you all have been blessed by what we've been sharing uh, on these particular verses. That's all the time that we've got for Monday morning discipleship. Let me give you our tag as we always do. If you'd like to keep up with us, the best way to do that, go to the ministry's website, www.krjministries.org. One more time, www.krjministries.org. If you'd like to purchase any of our written works, the best way to do that. Go to our publishing website, that website, www.krjpublishing.com. One more time, www.krjpublishing.com. If you have not done so already, subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to us on whatever platform. Hit that subscribe button so that you know when new episodes become available. We would definitely, definitely appreciate that. If you would like to support our ministry, you can support us via PayPal at paypal.me forward slash KRJ Ministries, or you can go to the website and donate there, uh, krjministries.org forward slash uh, donate. And you go there, you can donate directly to the ministry. Any level of support, we would appreciate it. And we would, uh, we would definitely uh, uh, thank you for that. Amen. So um, that's all the time that we've got for Monday morning discipleship. We hope that you were blessed by what we had to share. On today, God bless you and God keep you is my prayer as always. We'll see you all on next time. Be blessed.